Hello everyone, I'm Nicola Wake and welcome to an NHS Specialist Pharmacy Service podcast. This is an episode in our Pharmacy Technician Coffee Break Conversation series. We had a webinar um, a while ago about pharmacy technicians and their role in primary care, which led to this series. I'm joined today by Melissa Melly, a pharmacy technician based in primary care, and we're here to chat about um, her involvement with phlebotomy and how she uses that in her day to day role. So, um, Mel, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Happy to be here. Oh, let's start off with tell us a little bit about yourself and your career to date. So I kind of fell into pharmacy a little bit by accident um, I started off in boots selling perfume and uh, the management team there sort of realized that I had a good connection with their customers. So they thought perhaps better use that, you know, in something like the um, pharmacy team where I'd be interacting more with the patients. And so I was there as a receptionist in a really busy store in Exeter. And when I went in there, I suddenly realized this is fun. I like this. Um, and so from taking in and handing out prescriptions, I started to kind of nose my way into going, oh, what's what's that drug for? How does that work? Um, and so they trained me up as a healthcare assistant, then on to dispenser. Um, and in the end, I was an assistant manager in the store in charge of the pharmacy bit. Um, and then I realized this is nice, but I do the, the clinical side was where my heart was. So I wanted to do my technician training. So that was when I left my community pharmacy role and I went into hospital pharmacy to do my technician training, um, which was a big change of pace. Uh, went from sort of really patient facing to doing inpatient pharmacy, which was no patients really, um, and a lot more based around yeah, the clinical side of it. And from there, I came out and knew a pharmacist who had moved from community pharmacy into primary care and she had got wind of the fact that I was about to qualify and sent me a couple of messages and was like hey we've got a technician role opening up in primary care are you interested and I thought yeah give that a go so here I am. Wow that's that's really quite a varied um, career to date working through experiencing community experiencing hospital and now bringing that all together in primary sure. care for sure. sure. Yeah. So we're we're particularly interested in um because you mentioned when we were on the webinar a while ago that um you use phlebotomy that 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 i guess you you you're a phlebotomist you're not a full phlebotomist you know what i mean by that so that's what we just like to chat about so how do you use it in your primary care role so in primary care, um, one well, one of the things that I do is sort of deal with some prescription requests that come through for medications that are out of authorised issues. So they've got, you know, what we would normally say is out of issue. Um, and so they need a review by somebody. Um, so part of my role is looking at those, find out what they need uh, and then organise that with the patient. Um, so I was finding a lot of things for people who were needing blood tests and then trying to get them booked in for a blood test um, was often quite difficult. Um, you know, for example, if someone is starting a new drug uh, that they were started on in hospital on discharge, they might need a blood test within sort of seven to ten days. That was a little bit difficult, and um, sometimes to get those. 
Um, and likewise, also doing audits and things like that is also part of my role. So finding uh -huh. out people who are on um, certain medication might need these regular blood tests um, that are perhaps due now. And so as part of the audit trail, we would realize that. And, you know, it's quite important to get those in, um, in, in a certain priority, really. And so, yeah, I went to my manager and thought, hey, is there any way that I can sort of team up this phlebotomy skill that I don't have yet, but I would really like with part of this audit and part of my um, role in making sure that, you know, general blood tests are up to date and passing them on to the pharmacist or the GP for reauthorization. Um, and they said, sure, why not? So <laughs> that's how that happened. <laughs> wow. So, I mean, that's quite a sort of change in a way, quite a different skill to perhaps what my experience certainly of working with pharmacy technicians is. I mean, how, do, how did you what training did you do? How did you, how did you sort of, if you were to talk to another pharmacy technician who had the same idea, what practical advice would you be giving them to make it happen? Um, so the, to make it happen, I just, I, I, I went to my clinical lead and my manager and said, look, I think this would be not just beneficial for me to have this skill, but also it's a benefit to the practice, right? To have these um, well, just generally blood test appointments available, but also at the end of my, so I do one clinic a week, at the end of my clinic, we block out um, a certain number every week, and they are just to be booked by the pharmacy team, so that if we find someone who needs, needs an urgent blood test or, you know, is, is overdue or needs something routinely but more frequently, then for the pharmacy team, we can book them and they're only unlocked on the morning of my clinic if they've not been used up. And so actually that's also quite interesting because I often get people who come in for a GP appointment or a nurse appointment and they need an on the day blood test as well. And if our pharmacy ones haven't been booked up and they're now unlocked, I'll suddenly find them getting really interesting patients come through my door quite often. <laughs> ah. No, that that does sound that that sounds great in that way. I'm really struck when I'm talking to pharmacy technicians about how how we're just how you're problem solvers because that's what what i'm hearing is i see this problem and i'm seeing a solution and i'm just going to go ahead and make it happen sure so what did what did the training involve mel so i did some like obviously theoretical learning so there was lots of diagrams of the arm and where you should put it on where you ought not to <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> and that sort of thing and you know which ones are suitable for um, venipuncture is the, the technical word I suppose but and um, which ones are suitable and you know which ones aren't also just really um, obvious things that I hadn't really thought about like updating my fainting protocol so if someone yes. faints to refresh myself on how to do a recovery position or hopefully stop them getting there you know if someone looks a bit pale and and clammy and not very well perhaps we ought to stop the blood test get them a little sugary drink and uh, perk them up a bit and send them off and come back another day and um, so things like that also um you know safety around sharps and yeah. proper disposal things like that and um, and then on the real practical side of it one of our nurses uh very kindly volunteered to to let me let me try out on her arm really first before i was let loose so yeah, I'm forever in her death, lesser. But <laughs> oh no, that's that's fantastic. I really like um, uh, 
it's really lovely to hear all these things that people are doing and particularly this this being able to just have that contact with patients and being able to just just be, provide a service that that makes it easier um for patients to as you say get blood tests and move on and be able to look after their medicines properly absolutely yeah now as a pharmacy technician i guess what we really want to know as well is what do you think are the unique skills and knowledge that you and actually you know your pharmacy technician colleagues bring to the wider healthcare team why should people have pharmacy technicians in their primary care team well, I think there's there's a lot of things that we bring and um, we bring sort of the extra clinical knowledge that some of the more admin staff don't have. So when we get prescription requests through that are out of issue, a lot of the time we can look on and check they have actually had their review. Just nobody's gotten around to reauthorizing this yet. Um, and then in that case, I don't need to do anything further. I can sort of knock on the door of my lovely pharmacists and say, can you just reauthorize this for me? All the results are on there. Everything's been checked. You know, I just need you to sort of do mm -hmm. this if it's appropriate. Sometimes that's not always the case, right? Um, and it's not appropriate, but yeah. that, that sort of clinical knowledge where we can see what needed doing, see if it has been done, but yeah, also knowing our limitations, right? And saying, I'm not able to just say, yeah, that's fine for another year. I haven't got that training or, or you know, that accountability. Um, but also, um, so yeah, so we're a lovely little sort of um, buffer between the, the yeah, the clinical, uh, the sort of admin staff and the clinical staff really. Um, and in terms of helping with audits and stuff like that, um, you know, with an awful lot of that was passed to me. So things like the steroid card audit and um, making sure that everyone um, who needed a steroid card had access to one or we had sent them one. That was another one I did. Um, yeah, it's, it's we, we, we do bring a lot, I like to think. <laughs> I think. I think what what I'm hearing is that you bring a, a breadth of um, skills and knowledge and and I, I like that. I, I'm not sure about the term buff. But I really like that kind of interface between there we go. and and clinical. I, I we both knew what we meant by it. Yeah, yeah, that like yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, I really like that. Um, I think we could clearly chat for a lot longer, but this is meant to be a coffee break conversation. Um, so coffee being finished, I want to say a huge thank you, Melly. Um, also to Emma who has uh, been recording this for us. And um, to our listeners, if you'd like to hear more podcasts from uh, the NHS Specialist Pharmacy Service, you can follow us on our SoundCloud platform. You'll find us at soundcloud.com forward slash NHS underscore SPS. And if you haven't done so already, you can register on our website, sps.nhs.uk, for regular updates about our events and resources. So on behalf of Mel, of Emma and me, bye for now. Thank you.